Welcome to The Coaching Quotient. I'm Darby Allison, career coach and Kelly Graduate Career Services. And I'm Suzanne Fedor, also a career coach in GCS. This week's episode of The Coaching Quotient is about networking and time management. It's also episode seven. Episode seven. We are just flying through these episodes. Flying through. How appropriate for time management. Wow. Mm -hmm. Couldn't have planned that better myself. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about planning because when it comes to networking, I have a lot of people ask me, well, how much time do I need to spend on networking? And I'm going to give you the magic answer. Drum roll. There's no right answer. Oh, man. I really thought there was one. I was like, (laughs) we're we're on episode seven. I should know this. (laughs) You feel like, oh, gosh, I don't know the answer. I did. I'm a coach and I don't uh know. Yep. Well, you're you're not supposed to know because – and I'm sorry if I bummed anyone out by by setting you up for that, but it really depends on where you're at in life. So while I do think that networking should always be something that you integrate into your professional and personal life, it's going to look very different for certain networking scenarios. For example, if you are networking because maybe in the next year you want to transition into a new role at a new company. That's going to look a lot different than if you just got laid off at your job and you need to find a job as quickly as possible. Also, thinking about if you're what you're just so serious when you looked at me. I was like, <laughs> am I getting fired on here? Like, you got laid off. I was like, oh, no. I, it's just a very, it's a very serious topic. I just, I am, I'm, I'm noticing my eyes are like locked into yours. Suzanne, we need to talk after this. It's been nice knowing everybody. <laughs> it's been a good seven episode run. <laughs> But anywho, networking is going to look different depending on what you're doing. So my first piece of advice would be if you are a student, see your career coach as soon as possible, early and often, and come up with a plan. In GCS, we refer to the two-hour job search by Steve Dalton a lot, and um, we've sort of borrowed bits and pieces and created somewhat of a plan for how to handle your networking search. And again, this is going to depend on where you're at in life and what you're networking for. So you have to determine that level of urgency. So for example, when in one of the episodes when I talked about moving here and networking, I didn't have a job. And so I was spending, you know, 20 to 30 hours a week researching and networking because I didn't have anything else going on and this was my biggest priority. If you have a full-time job and you're working 40 to 80 hours a week, you're going to have to find a way to carve out that time to network and figure out what works in your schedule. So That also reminds me, I'm just going to reference all of our ingenious episodes in the past because we talked about creating a community in episode four, 
And that couldn't be more important when it comes to networking and time management because if you have invested the the time and resources over a length of time, you're going to be in a much stronger position than you are if you are jobless and have no network established. You're talking about a lot of time. We say three to six months to achieve advocacy before someone's willing to kind of vouch for you and say, yeah, this would be a a great person for our company. So that's a bit of a time frame. I guess there kind of is a time frame. Well, one of the things that I like I always think, okay, have a networking table or a timetable, but you specifically titled this episode Time Management, which is such a clue of the ownership that you have to take over this segment of your career, networking, and how, especially if you're job seeking, it is your job. So sometimes we think, oh, I'll work it in when I have time, but you have to manage your time in order to make that a priority. Absolutely. And if you think about it, when it comes to finding a job, I've had students say, you know, I I applied to 25 positions. And my first response to them is, awesome. Who have you networked with at those companies? Oh, well, no one. I just, you know, I was was so busy filling out the applications. So there's – um. A statistic, and I don't know where it came from, to be honest, so I'm not claiming it as my own, but for every 200 applications you submit usually results in a job offer versus, I believe it's 12 networking conversations or networking contacts. So while you may feel that networking isn't the most efficient way to go about it, because it does take time, it is the most effective way to transition, navigate through your career, find a job, because what someone can see about you on paper is not going to be the impression they get when they have that one-on-one connection with you. There's just, you can't communicate that on paper. It's almost a savings account too, because we think of things you might have the intention of, I want to accelerate here at this company or I want to navigate. And those can be pretty relaxed decisions. Mm-hmm. You you have that vision. You see it on the horizon. You're making that timetable. But when there is a cut within a client team at your job or there's a downsizing, your networking bank account is what is going to be your saving grace. Yeah. So I really see it as almost a career HSA in some ways. Oh, I like that. Yeah, absolutely. And you might have to dip in to those funds. We're just metaphoring all over the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for for the purposes of this episode, I want to talk about networking and time management from the perspective of seeking a job, whether that is someone who's a full-time student or someone who has graduated, someone who wants to transition out of their company, I want to give you some steps that uh, we talk about in GCS that do come a lot from the two-hour job search. And those of you who are very structured are going to love this. Those of you who are a little bit more go with the flow, try to love it. Take 
bits and pieces that work for you. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to try to make it painless. Okay. But I can't promise anything. All right. All right. Let's rip that Band-Aid off. So one of the things that we suggest is figuring out what your goals and intentions are. So if you have no idea where you want to work or what you want to do, we suggest creating a company list. So find at least 20 companies that are interesting to you that you may consider having a full-time career at. In each of those companies, try to find at least two people that you would want to connect with. Here's the thing. For every 20 people that you reach out to, you may get one response. So have that in your back pocket as well. Don't depend solely just on those two people because they may not reciprocate with you. So after you have your company list and the people that you want to connect with, you're going to want to draft some sort of introduction to how you want to connect with this person. And I see a lot of people want to put all of the information. Hi, I'm so-and-so. I'm doing this. I want to be doing this. I would love to talk to you about X, Y, and Z. And for someone receiving that type of communication, it's like, ah, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm, I have so much going on. You've just detailed this very full expectation of me. And now I feel a little bit like a little pressured. It's so true. And this is a lesson that took me a long time to learn that you can be providing them information and not asking anything. So you could think, I didn't attach my resume. I didn't ask for a job. But it is so true that the quantity, quantity of that information that you've given in the intro is an ask, is a huge ask. Yes, yes, it is. So we suggest 100 words or less. Hi, my name is Darby. I am a current graduate of X program. I'm really interested in the type of work you're doing. Could I have 15 to 20 minutes of your time to ask you a few questions about your role and uh, what it is you do? Keep it short, keep it simple and brief. Review, hit send. You've got mail. Ding. Huh. Look at this nice person who sent me a very short, succinct ask. I will respond back to this person. I love that it's in Times New Roman and not Wingdings. <laughs> exactly. Don't send your ask in Wingdings. So once you've done that, you can imagine how how much time that can take if you are doing research. Maybe you're a, a very thorough researcher. Maybe you're just going to wing it and say, hey, I, I know a little bit about these companies. I think I'm good. I'm going to craft my responses to or my, my asks to these people. And then I'm going to set up this conversation. I'm going to need to do some research for it. I would say you're talking about five to 15 hours of time spent networking and prepping. Because if someone is giving you the time to talk, you better come prepared. 
honor that person's time by doing your research and not putting pressure on them to carry the conversation. Ooh, that's so interesting that within your time management, you're managing your own time, but you're graciously managing theirs. Yes. You just said it. All I was doing was recapping what you said. (laughs) I love that. I'm so glad that that's what you, you heard me say. Totally heard it loud and clear. Nice. So, yes, it, it is about managing that time. So if you have asked for 20 minutes, do not take 25 minutes. Do not take 40 minutes. Honor the time that you set. And you are, yes, responsible for, for managing that. Also, important to note that we, we talked about advocacy. So three to six months. And... I would say on the lower end of that spectrum, that three months, if you're achieving advocacy at that point, you have done a lot of relationship building and networking and you've put a lot of time in. Six months, not saying that you didn't put a lot of effort and time in, but you probably are someone who's working a full-time job and you, you had to manage your time accordingly because you don't have as much extra time to spare. I don't know if that makes sense. I think I think we'll cut that. I didn't like that part. No, well, I, I can offer a recap. Right. That three months of intensive networking when you are in a graduate program or maybe that summer before you're coming, three months would maybe get you a result that if you're on a full-time job, it might take you six months to do. Yes, you're so good at recapping. You make me sound so eloquent. I'm the I'm the head recapper. <laughs> the reason I am is because you are a great lead in terms of the podcasting. You're gonna make me blush. She just shed a tear on Roger, the I microphone. Did. And he went and now yeah. he's broken and I owe Zach five thousand dollars. Is it five thousand? What do we owe you, Zach? Uh, do it. How much are these? Four million. Four million for four these million mics? dollars. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> We're seeking a sponsor for our podcast. <laughs> and <Anyway>. now. <laughs> Please. We're in the studio in, in uh, the Godfrey building. Please bring a check or money yes. order. So to recap, because I know I've thrown a lot of information at you, and this has been a, a structure-heavy episode, in a nutshell – Figure out what companies you're interested in. Narrow that list down to what's manageable for you to handle. Find two or three contacts at each company that you can begin networking with. Craft a short, succinct, 100 words or less ask of that person. And then rinse, wash, and repeat can I ask you a quick question? You sure can. Okay. So we mentioned – you mentioned the list of 20 companies. And mm-hmm. and I know one time outside the studio, you mentioned ideas about follow-up. So what would be four tips that you could give, like, if they reach out and they use your intro message? What are three or four other things they could do to kind of keep that relationship going mm. as they're managing? Yes. That I – sidebar that I'm not going to talk about in the follow-up episode? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, (laughs) 
Uh, or it could be a preview. Or we mm-hmm. could cut this right now. Well, let's think about it. Shall we wrap up? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should. Oh, I'm trying to think of how I would say this in a way that would be different for them mm-hmm. for another episode. And I, I, I can't seem to um, find that. Here's what I'll say about that is – When you do connect with someone and you have a conversation, take notes. So allow yourself maybe a 5 to 15-minute window where you just unload everything that you talked about, uh, important maybe tips or tricks that that person bestowed upon you, and then determine your plan for what's next. And that's going to look different for each person depending on you know the type of networking you're doing. But be sure to check in with us on a future episode for setting yourself up for the follow-up. Setting yourself up for the follow-up coming soon to a podcast near you. you. I'd say this is episode seven of the Coaching Quotient. Success! Shall we wrap it up? Let's do it. All right, wrap it up. Bye, everybody.